Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In the Company of Men. And we are doing the last component of what it is that we have defined as becoming a man. If you remember, becoming a man is defined by thinking, planning and speaking like a man. We've done planning like a man and um, we've done speaking like a man. But now it's time to actually talk about what it is to think like a man or basically how to think. I think men, the sentence men and thinking don't go hand in hand you probably couple it with a few things like men only thinking about soccer and beer and food. But there are things that I guess are really important for a man and how it will shape his thinking. And at the end of the day, it's really just sort of a guideline. It's not to say this is the exact science. It's a guideline at the end of the day to help people think in more of a open way and maybe discuss things that maybe people will not think to mention when they decide to or give advice when someone should think like a man. So thinking like a man actually comes down to three specific points that I've narrowed it down to, which is one, being future oriented, two, redefining measures of success, and three, finding mentors to shape you. If we start with number one, which is being future oriented, I think we've mentioned this in plan like a man, you know, if you want to plan like a man, there's obviously some sort of objective or goal that has been set. Not to say that people should not live in the moment, because that is obviously an important thing not to worry too much about the past or not to think too much in the future to ruin what you are doing right now. But being future oriented basically guides the decisions that you are currently making now and how you live your present life. By being future oriented, you are looking more towards what you can do for yourselves, for the future generations, for people that will come up after you so they can at least have a better life, a better understanding, make responsible and wise decisions. Most of our leaders that we look up to now are leaders because of the future or the decisions that they made by being future oriented. They decided to be examples. So that is obviously one of the ways that you can be future oriented, being examples, setting examples, being a very good role model for the future generations that will come you know, after you. It's really very hard for people to do. And, you know, we've obviously heard this saying, which has been mentioned countless times, which is to write your goals down and stuff like that, which is not bad advice at all. I am not shooting down that concept, but that is very vague. That is something that a lot of people basically write down once and they put away and they forget about it. So in terms of ways in which people can be future oriented, there are two specific manners in which I have dabbled and explored in and I really think are beneficial. One is obviously called future authoring. It is something that has been pioneered by Dr. Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, who is a clinical psychologist and author, very well um, renowned for guiding men in the decisions that they make. One of the people that I read and listen to the most as well on this whole journey of becoming a man. Dr. Jordan B. Peterson with his colleagues and people that were obviously doing this trial and study with him before they came with this method they had obviously done this in different settings and helped young men specifically as well increase their grades and their outlook on life and shifted them in the right direction there was major improvements that were seen by this method and it's not to say that it's only for men but men somehow respond most to dr jordan b peterson's advice so which obviously goes back to the whole point of I guess our journey that we are doing is to think like a man. It is something that has helped people basically step up to their responsibilities, to their calling, to their action. His method of journaling, uh, or I would say future authoring, basically asks the person to write the story of what they could be. So we all watch movies, we all watch movies or read comic books or read stories. And there's always a protagonist and it's the person that you really obviously 
want to win at the end of the day. You do everything that you can to support them. While you're reading the book, you really want them to win. And the thing is that um, when we watch, let's say, our Marvel comic movies, we support and get behind the good guy and we want everything to work in his favor. And why can't that be you? Why can't you actually write the story of who you could be, the hero that you want to be? And I basically, it sort of puts you in a frame of mind that you are looking at the best outcome of what you could be and then helps people obviously move towards it instead of sitting down and saying, I want to earn X amount a month or a year. Not to say that it's bad, but future authoring really makes you look at the entire scope not only within finances, within health, but the entire picture of who you want to be. And that holds a stronger picture of who you want and what you want. Because you have a stronger picture of that, it really helps you move towards that. And the second method of being more future-oriented is journaling. So in terms of journaling, I think there are countless people which have advice. And if you read the blog post, you'll see one of the videos I've linked down by Matt Diavella, who basically journal for 30 days and there's some insight that he really got from doing this whole process but many great leaders and pioneers in many fields have journaled that's just something that they do and some people obviously just like myself cannot be bothered by uh, not to say it's wrong but just personality type to write things down linearly and do things every day but you can obviously do it in a form of my mind map so mind maps are something that i use a lot and in doing that it's much easier for you to for me specifically to tick all the boxes and to journal what is wrong and what it is that i want to do and who, who i want to be so those are the two methods basically for people if you engage in those future authoring which is writing your own story as well as journaling through either doing it linearly or mind mapping it helps you basically put the image of who you want to be and work towards something and that's really important so number two, which is redefining measures of success. This one's quite important for men because we, oh, I mean, let's say, yeah, we or our generation, our society, or basically everyone that's living on this earth quite uh, right now are very prone to measuring our success based on what everyone else sees, how everyone supports you and what everyone else is doing. And a big component of that is social media, Facebook, Instagram, the likes of anything where you can basically share a picture to say, hey, this is how good my life is. How about yours? That is quite, is detrimental to society at the end of the day because, you know, you are, you don't even get to evaluate what it is in your life that makes you happy. You are forced to compare and compete with other people and anything obviously done in competition means that some, in order for someone to win, someone has to lose. And we're not in a society that needs to be putting down everyone else in order for us to gain something. If we are getting this in this society where we are measuring against other people, comparing ourselves with the Joneses, in order for us to feel better, we need to put someone else down or have a better story than anyone else. And that's very competitive. And redefining measures of success can become very toxic. It can obviously derail you from achieving your own story. And that's why I started with point number one, which is to be future oriented because if your measure of success is based on someone else basically living towards their story you're not guiding your own path you basically want to compete with them on their story or everyone else's story and that's not really oriented about you by looking at everyone else's success and what they have you don't know how they got there what they had to do what they had beforehand what they are doing on the sidelines to get that measure of success and that can't be your measure of success everyone needs to redefine it for themselves and 
I'm not saying that, hey, money is evil or money is bad. And if you really come to that conclusion yourself to say that money is the thing that you really need to chase to be successful, then that's good as long as you come to that conclusion by yourself. By redefining measures of success, you need to really look at what genuinely makes you happy. How does, how does, what, is, what does success mean to you in your relationships when it comes to your health, when it comes to your spiritual life, and when it comes to doing meaningful work, work that will contribute and add to society? What is your measure of success, not what do people tell me or what is society telling me or what is that I need to pursue? What is that I need to do to be fulfilled? You need to sit down and find time to redefine what it is to be successful for yourself. Last but not least, and probably also one of the biggest influences in my life is obviously finding mentors to shape you. Mentors, I think, is something that were was very popular back in the day. People used to have mentors at work. You, As you get assigned to your work, as you start, you get a mentor and that person was supposed to guide and shape you towards being person that you want to be as obviously companies try to cut down on costs and put more responsibility within one job then you had sort of talent programs which were they had dedicated people a smaller group of people basically to try help everyone else and mentor everyone else compared to having each person having their own mentor i was fortunate enough to where, where i was working at fosco that we were assigned individual mentors which were there to guide our progression and see what it is that we wanted to be and how it is that we would work within the company. And that was a huge game changer in terms of getting into the workplace as a young man and trying to navigate this thing called life and work. Because it is not so popular, it can be very difficult to find mentors in today's day and age. The first question is basically you ask yourself as to, well, how do I find a mentor? And I think in order to find a mentor, you have to really take steps number one and number two, really importantly, take them as gospel to say that, fine, what is it that I want to do in the future being future oriented? What it is, what is it that I want to succeed in? And when you find or when you've narrowed down the decision within both of those aspects, you can decide, well, this is a mentor which aligns with what I value, with aligns with, with, with what I want to do. And then it helps you obviously go towards that direction to say, hey, these are my values. This is my measurement of success. I believe that you also value the same thing. May I learn from you? And obviously you want a mentor which is willing to teach you and give you guidance and is, I guess, available to do that or makes time available to do that. I do understand that not everyone can find a mentor. I do understand not everyone is comfortable speaking to people. And that's the value of reading really good books. At this moment in time, I am bouncing between South Africa, the Netherlands. In my job, obviously, I have my mentors at work. But in terms of aspects outside of work, how do I find a mentor if I am not stable? And maybe that's the situation for you or you are not, you do not have access to all these mentors. The best mentors I found are authors and books. So currently, obviously, in terms of podcasting and blogging and stuff, which are outside of work, I am reading up on authors who basically give you guidelines and help. They inspire you and, you know, they talk about the challenges that they've gone through because these are people that I found have that, you know, speak about the values that I have as a presenter on a podcast like this or as a person that's going to be writing blogs. And for me, those are James Clear, Austin Cleon, and Naval Ravikant. There are millions of authors out there. And as I said, you have to really define what it is you want to do in the future. What are your measures of success? And then go find these mentors because you can find mentors in almost any field, in any aspect in life. Use books because the thing is that you might not be able to find the time to get. I do not know these people personally, but by reading their books and reading up on them on their blogs and on their Twitter and by following them, I am able to take the information that I need and help it shape me 
and I am a product of these mentors and how they've guided me. But the only way that they could guide me and mentor me is if I have obviously set aside what it is I want to be in the future. If I have redefined my measures of success to say that I can find success outside of or within certain aspects. And then it's very easy for me to find these mentors and authors which can guide my life. I think that that's it at the end of the day, you know, thinking like a man requires you not to be on autopilot. It's a very intentional thing that you have to do. It's something that you have to pursue, something that you have to refine. And as you keep on doing that, uh, as you keep on journaling, as you keep on writing your own story, you refine the process. You understand what it is that you want, what it is you don't want, what it is that you will take and what it is that you will not take, what you'll stand for, what your standards will be. It is an ongoing iterative process that cannot be done in one day. It's an ongoing process. But the thing is, it's the same thing as thinking. Thinking isn't done once and then we are autopilot for the rest of the day. You think about many things throughout the day. If you're going to think about so many things, guide these things, shape them, optimize them to say that at least, you know, I am going to be so much percent intentional in the decisions that I make. And then that obviously guides your life that you can eventually be on autopilot when you've really define where it is that you're going, the course that you're taking and the actions that you're going to take. That's thinking like a man. And as I mentioned, this is obviously the audio. It's coupled with the blog post, which summarizes everything, obviously, in a readable format. It'll be available on all podcast platforms. It's going to be available on IGTV, on YouTube. That's about it. So yeah, uh, YouTube, IGTV, podcasting uh, platforms. And yeah, that's it for this week. And we'll get back to a new series because this is obviously a series about the three things that we mentioned, speaking, planning, and thinking. And we'll get back onto a new series, probably expanding on some of the things that we've spoken about. Take care and bye.